Welcome to another episode of the To Be Discussed podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Riley Pate, with my best friend and co-host, Adrian Hernan, and we're so glad to have you tune in. Hope you enjoyed the show last week with our special guest. We will have her back to finish the conversation. But this week, we're going in a little bit different direction, and we're talking about prioritizing your scheduling. Prioritizing scheduling. And when you say that, to what extent do you mean that? So, there's only, what is it, 160 hours in a week? Is that right? Am I doing my math right? Seven so days, 24 hours. Hold on. 160. I should have. But it's eight, you got to carry it. Seven. 168. Yeah, 168. Okay, I had to carry eight the hours off. Yeah, school. okay. I was close. Yeah. So, 168 hours a week. So, if you divide that. You know, that's 24 hours a day, but then you start doing the math there. So, my point is, we have all of this uh, time, this 168 hours, all these things we want to do, but a limited amount of time, and people are always saying, well, I want more hours in a day, and all this and that. Well, how about, let's take what time that we have, and by the way, time is a gift of God. Everything happens perfectly in His timing, Ecclesiastes chapter 3. So because of that, I want us to look at how do we prioritize our schedules. Because I was thinking, I I taught a Bible study or a church last night, and this is something I talked about because I was thinking about this. We waste so much time on things that really don't matter. And then we don't give the time to the things that do matter. But we grab about the time that we don't have. It's just interesting. Well, you talk about prior, you know, priorities. Um, it's a lot of times where we have to check our priorities, put ourselves in check, in order to be sure that we're lining up with what we're supposed to be doing. Um, this is like me. Uh, a lot of my time is spent if I'm not working at the school, or if you know we're not doing a show or at some game. That's the majority of my time, or at church. That's the majority of my time mm-hmm. throughout the week, and so when I get my downtime, it's only it's either at night after a game, or after you know we finish a show or whatever. Like that's my day, right? Day. Um, and for me, you know, the most important part of my day is, you know, when I spend my quiet time with God. You know, when I spend my time with God, that's the most. Im- Part and quarter. That's the most important part of my day. I got that all mixed up, <laughs> but that's the most important part of my uh, day when I, when I get that done, you know, um, and then I start my day. But I say it. All, it also, you know, it depends on what your schedule looks like and what you're doing. You know, what your work schedule is like. But you know, you're right. You know, we we do gripe about gripe, gripe about not having enough time to do such and such, but. In reality, you know, our priorities can get mixed up or messed up, you know, along the way. And I just think it's something that we have to check ourselves on daily. But even, okay, even on the, the work spectrum, and I understand everybody's got to do what you got to do to make a living, but you might lose your job tomorrow, right? But you've still got a family. How much time are you investing in your family? So that, that that's something else that I see a lot of is, is the... You know, we get this idea, well, if I just work and work and work and I make all of this money, then I can make them happy. But at the end of the day, people, kids, wives, uh, grandparents, 
brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles. They just want your time. Right. I saw something, uh, and this is involving, you know, uh, kids and parents who don't, who co-parent, mm-hmm. you know, right? And so, you know, there's been this ongoing thing about child support, you know, women putting men on child support and why they do it, if it's a good idea or not. And so, I seen this thing not too long ago where it said, you know, a child could care less about how much money you give to them, what matters to them most, or what kind of clothes or shoes you buy them or toys but what matters most is what the time they spent with uh spent uh, and the times that you showed up and was mm-hmm. there and present um and so that you know of course that conversation went deeper into you know the child support part of it but you know that just stuck out to me you know at the end of the day you know people don't care because about how much money you have uh and, and granted you have those people who do but at the end of the day. But their priorities are out of line. Right. And so you have those people who just care, man. Let, just be around. Be present. I enjoy your company more than anything that you could give uh, materialistically, you know. Uh, but it's, you know, that's what it's about. You, you're right. You know, you can't buy. You can't buy time. You can't. No matter how you hard you. produce it. Yeah. No matter how hard you, you work, you know. How long you work, you can't buy time. You can't buy it. You can't add on to it. And you surely can't get it back. You know, once no. it's gone, it's gone. So, you know, it's important that we do use the time that we have and use it wisely. So, uh, let's start here. So, number one, we've got to make sure that we prioritize our schedules by giving our uh, God the time that he's due. Mm-hmm. Now, here's an interesting concept. We don't just tithe with money. We tithe with time, tithes, which would be our our money, and talent. Mm-hmm. So if you do the math there, so there's 168 hours in a week, 24 hours in a day. So 24 and 10% of 24 is 2.4 hours a day. So I'm not saying you have to clump all those 2.4 hours together. But at the end of the day, if God's going to get 10% of your time, then why not space out a day? Yeah. And giving and giving out his... I mean, because he gives us the 24 hours that we have to live anyways. Okay. And so, this is how I do it, personally mm-hmm. speaking. This is how I do it. Because I know if I had to work or we're doing a show or right. whatever, uh, this is how I do it. So, I, I spend my time with God in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, I get, and, you know, whatever he, he's got for me mm-hmm. in that moment, you know, I receive it. And then I just kind of spend some silence, you know, receiving what else he has given me. Then talking to him about the day mm-hmm. and uh, even some things, other things that are uh, racking my brain, you know. I do that. So, like, today I had to work. So, mm-hmm. I, uh, what I did was, because I got up, you know, ate something and got dressed and went to work. So I didn't really spend time with God, but when I got to work, uh, my conference period lined up because they had specials right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So there's like an hour or so uh, break. So I'm like, okay, this is where I'm going to get my studying in. This is where I'm going to get my time uh, with God. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm going to get that in right here. And so I, I do that. I did that. And then mm-hmm. throughout the day, I spend time just talking to God. You right. Know? Either if it's a small prayer or just something that's going on in my brain. It could be something totally random. But I'm talking to God, you know, constantly throughout my day. And he's talking mm-hmm. to me. 
And then at night, you know, I top it off with prayer, you know, scripture. And so that's how I get my time in with God. Right, because the day. you're you're slicing it. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't have yeah. to be front load or back load yeah, I, throughout the yeah, day. I think we overwhelm ourselves when we have to we think of it that way. Oh, I got to spend all this two hours with God. Well, no, no. At I the mean, front end. Yeah, yeah, no. Just because he tells us to pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. So he, re- he knows, he realizes, you know, we have other things to do. This doesn't catch God off of God by surprise, but it tells, he tells us to pray without ceasing, meaning we throughout our day to stay in contact with him. Mm-hmm. You know, but but the problem is we give him like ten minutes, then we push him to the side, and we go on about our day a lot of times. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about when we talk about prioritizing our schedule. Is we give eight to twelve hours to a job, right? That we slave away, and, and again, I'm not saying that that's inherently wrong, but I am saying that, that that shouldn't be our number one priority. Our number one priority should be, okay, make sure that God gets his due. And uh, and, and I like the way you do it. I do it the same way now. You know, I, again, I'm like you, you know, we've got different things going on. I'm working with the church. I'm working with here and, and trying to <laughs> juggle all the balls in the air. Yeah. But we've got to make sure that that, the, that, that time, that special quiet time, uh, with God, that personal time with God is spent and well spent uh, each and every day. Because when we invest that time with Him, then you know we reap things out of that investment. Yeah. So so that's got to be a priority. And another way that we prioritize our time is if you've got a spouse, spend time with that spouse. Now, because here's what happens: is we just get so caught up in our daily routines. And them just kind of being there that, oh, we spent time with them. Well, did we? See, there's a difference between time and quality time. Yeah. And scheduling is key if there's going to be quality time. And this is why I'm, I'm talking about the priority of our schedule. I spend quality time on things that, that I think require, you know, that require a lot of thought on my end or a lot of effort on my end. So I'm going to spend good quality time. You know, I'm not going to give my leftovers. But we can't be giving our spouses leftovers either. Uh, and, and sadly, that's what happens a lot of times. I've been guilty of this. I've worked all day, and then when I come in, and me and Haley kind of have a little bit of time, we go to bed, and that's it. And that's kind of the, the interaction that, that goes on. But at the end of the day, it's got to be quality time spent. And, and sadly, what happens is, okay, you, you've got that unhealthy uh time dynamic there, then you interject kids into that. Hmm. So then now you're not giving the the spouse the time that they're due, and then you're trying to spill some of that time over onto kids, and then pretty soon you're not giving the family any time uh, as a unit. Right. So I think we have to be careful about that too, and, and try and guard ourselves against giving one, God, our leftovers, but two, our family. You know, whether that be just a spouse or whether it be a spouse and our kids. But we've got to guard ourselves against giving family our leftover time. Yeah. Because then it's not quality interaction. Right. And, and you know, you can tell that. Now, um, that's one thing, you know, I'm learning, uh, you know, because I'm not in a relationship right now, but as I've learned from my past relationships is, you know, that quality time is needed or that time spent like, Hey, you know, I just want to just, let's just talk, you know, just kind of 
uh, focus on us right now. And so I realize how important that is, you know, how much it means as well. Yep. Um, but it's just like if you want any kind of relationship to work, uh, that has to be a top priority. Like, that's essential. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it can't last without it. And that's what I'm learning is, you know, I throughout the years is that, you know, that's my my job is as a, you know, future husband is to, yes, be the breadwinner, but also man, make some time for my family, make some time for my spouse, because like you say in the future, you know, we we you know we do have kids, and you know schedules get all kind of twisted, and you know you got school, got homework, got dinner, and by the end of the day you burn out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you have to. I mean, even if it's just that hour, you know, before bed, you know, just something. Um, it's just one of the things that, you know, I look forward to, even though, and some people might think, you look forward to all that? You know, kids birth. Yeah, I do. Because yeah. at the end of the day, that means, you know, you're favored. God has blessed you to be able yeah. to have that. But, you know, it's also our duty, duty to be good stewards of what he's blessed us with. And so... If we're going to be good stewards of it, we also have to be good stewards of the time that he's given us mm-hmm. uh, to be able to spend with those with those loved ones and our spouses. So I, I, I like what you brought up there because I, I think this plays into the conversation. So for years, everybody's, well, i got to make a living. I got There's so many creative ways now to make a good living that I kind of don't buy the I don't have time excuse. <laughs> well, I, I, I know... It's something that I kind of don't buy. I don't buy it. Like I'm just not gonna buy it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not buying into it. So okay. My brother just told me about a job. This is no joke. Kind of a side thing here. Amazon, if you're listening, we expect some sponsorship money. But my brother <laughs> just told me about this job that he's kind of a side hustle job, right? Where you literally Amazon sends you, and this is like a legit thing. They send you what people are. Or maybe interested in buying, and then you go and find it on their behalf, email it to them, and if they buy it, you get like seventy-five percent of the the money. Oh, wow, that is interesting. Okay, so he's got a buddy that's making like three thousand dollars a month off of it. So this is the thing. So COVID year, and I, I don't like to talk about COVID, but it, it opened up COVID. for reality. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Hey. We're back on COVID, the pandemic. There we go. <laughs> but it's, it's kind of old school yeah, <laughs> since our first Mask. season. Yeah. Shut but um, it was only two years ago. But anyway, so COVID opened up a lot of stuff, man. Just to be able to do from home, man, from your own, but within your own house. This is stuff we could have been doing to begin with. I You're think. right, but we just didn't. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, because of that, there's no excuse now. Like yeah, you no, can be a breadwinner and not have to work a... And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those others. I'm just saying don't use that as your... If that's taking quality time away from your family, go do something else. Yeah. So, here's the thing. You know, I said you, know, you can't buy time. You can't uh, get it back. But there's one thing that we can do with time, and that's make time. Mm-hmm. That's the craziest thing. We can make time, but we can't we can't buy it nor get it back. But we can make time, mm-hmm. and, and so um, that that alone in itself, so we, you know, okay, you know, you know, well, let me call up so and so. I ain't talked to them or hung with them in a while. You know, 
let's. I want to go out and hang out or do something with you know, that kind of stuff, man. People cherish like you thought that much of me to to uh, just take the time out of your day to either say you know, hey, what's up, how you doing, or hey, man, let's go grab a bite, or uh, you know, hey, babe, you know, let's go out on a date tonight. Let's. I want to do something special, especially, but you know, that alone is what makes a person's day it's the simple things there's nothing that's it's also the simple things there's nothing that makes a person more happier than to know that you took the time out to do something for them whether it be spontaneous and you just thinking of them but you took that time out to be able to to be able to do that and to put that thought into action yeah you know and so you know that's our how our priorities should work man it's take the time out to just to do something that's rare. I mean, it rare. That's uh, that's rare. The spontaneous, um, and just takes thought. But and I think a lot of times we overthink those type of things. Is when we we say, oh well, man, that may that may be too corny. I don't want to do nothing. You know, let's just kind of push them away. But you never know how they're gonna respond to it. You never know unless you take that shot. You take that leap. And so. Well, yeah. if they're in it for the right reason, they, they're well, okay yeah. with simple things. Yeah. And that's what I think we forget. So, like, the other night, you know, we were sitting here watching, um, laugh hysterically at that little kid. <laughs> what was his name? Stewie. Stewie. Yeah. I laugh hysterically at his character. And she gets a kick out of it. I mean, but she enjoys just watching me enjoy, <laughs> like, this little kid. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's what I'm saying. There's not, it doesn't have to be, uh... Let's go spend a hundred dollars a night every week. Like, yeah. no, it doesn't have to be the case. No, but you know, you said something interesting there. You're in it for the right reasons. Um, I had just wrote something, and I was writing my journal earlier, and I, you know, I was saying I, I want to be sure that I'm not doing something. I want to be sure that I'm not doing something, and I'm not. Falling in love with the idea of it rather than the reality of it, because we get we, we get caught in, in, in this uh, phase or this cycle where we start to build up in our minds these scenarios that probably won't happen or could, but we build so much on those scenarios. That okay, give an example for the listeners of of what of of, of falling, falling in, love in love with, with the, the idea. idea. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> Kind of, it's kind of a side thing, side conversation here. So, falling in love with the ideal, and it's usually generated uh, around a person. Falling in love with the ideal of a person is falling in love with the idea of them, of you guys being together. Not actually of the things you could do, or the the love that you could have. Uh, but what you think it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, what you think it could, what, what it's going to be. Rather than focusing on the reality of it, what it really is. And um, what it should be, and that's what I mean by falling in love with an ideal. It's not because ideals are just there, you know, unless they're acted upon. You know, because you can have ideas all day, or you can plan. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a song that I like to listen to called uh, "The Matrimony" by mm-hmm. Usher and Wale. It's a rapper, Wale. If you know who he is, great rapper. Uh, if you ever hear this. Uh, Show shout out to you Wale and Usher, but it's a song that they made called Matrimony, and the in the course it says I've been making plans, and it's talking about marriage. You know, I've been making plans for marriage in in order to spend the rest of my life with you, 
And so when we plan, that means we're putting into action those thoughts, those ideas. We are actively acting on something that is just maybe hoped upon. And mm-hmm. so when we make a plan, that's putting footsteps and that's what's building it to make it solid. Other than just saying, I, you know, I got an idea because we can lay around, sit around all day and have ideas and they never go anywhere. Mm-hmm. But once we plan it, that's, you know, building on that foundation. And now I'm about, I want to make it solid. I want to make it real. I'm right. building on that reality of it. And so when we when we plan to do these type of things rather than having the idea of it, then that's when it becomes real. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're stepping out of that 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 comfort zone or that that doubt, that fear. And you say, you know what, I'm going to go for it. And, you know, you regardless of anything else, you're saying, you know, hey, you know, at some point for me, it was like, I got to grow up, you know, stop being scared um, or doubtful. And so you start planning for type, certain type of things, things that matter, things that you know that will last, that are real. You know, you have ideas like, you know, I have a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. That don't mean nothing, but it's the plans that I'm making, you know, to, 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 for my future, you know, for my future spouse, my future family, uh, the the business, you know, and making sure that you're prioritizing that properly in your schedule. right, yeah. right, and and man, I'm telling you, owning, you know, having this business now is it's taught me how to prioritize a lot more and and better per se because um, now everything concerning it, you know, I I go to God in prayer mm-hmm. and like show us the next step, the next move, or you know, what to what to do next? Where to go? What do we need to do here? Yeah, because I realize this is something that's beyond me. This is an an idea that we made a plan, and now we're acting out on it. Right. And so, for the most part, in some parts, it's above our abilities. Yeah. And so, I, we need the hand of God. <laughs> right. Know? And so, it's taught me how to prioritize more and to take it to God. And that's what I do. You know, in my prayer time, I spend time. Okay, get, Lord, you know. Show us what we need to do next in our business, you know, or throughout the day, you know, relationships, stuff like that. So that's when you prioritize your time with God and you take those things to God. And I believe when you do that first, um, everything else falls into place because yeah. then that sets your mode and your mood for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, my prayer this morning was for patience. <laughs> I was working with first graders today. I needed it. <laughs> and kindness. Right. <laughs> And, you know, God gave it to me in the, in the strangest way, yet he did. But but when you prioritize him and hit your time with him, he pri- He helps you to prioritize the rest of your schedule. Right. The way that it should go. Right, because you invite him into your day. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that that's kind of what we wanted to do today uh, is just encourage everybody, check your schedule, look at it, write it out. I encourage you to write out a schedule. Yeah. And, and make sure that you're properly prioritizing your day um, a, as you move forward. Yeah. Go to that soccer practice of your kid. Go to that practice, man. You know, yeah. I know you you hate to sit for two hours and watch your but kids kick and scream, but they, they, they love running to the sideline saying, Mom and Dad, Mom, look what I did, you know. <laughs> uh, but, you know, do that, man. They enjoy that stuff. And and your love was enjoy uh, you being around as well. Yep. So, hey. Go make schedules. Make sure you're pro- that you properly prioritize your schedule. Just make sure you do it. 
your life will be better, your your spiritual life will be better, and your families will be better. That's another episode. Thanks for tuning in on the To Be Discussed podcast. We'll see you next week. Peace.